Hello and welcome to another episode of Pastor's Thoughts. I'm Pastor Dustin Beck of the Grace Baptist Church here in Butte, Montana. Today I want to talk to you about another one of the foundational principles from the Word of God. This is the principle of readiness. You probably know where I'm going with this if you've been in the Bible much. And that's in 1 Peter chapter number 3, verses 14 through 16. The Bible says, But, and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. As we look at this principle of readiness here in 1 Peter chapter 3, again, you know, we, we need to be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You know, this doesn't mean that we have to have every answer to every question that we're asked. You know, you'll go out so winning, knocking on doors, and people will ask you off the wall questions, or they'll make comments that are far from the gospel. And many times they know a good bit about the Bible. Whether it's in context or not, that's a different story. But they'll try to lead you in a path that really has no relevance to the true need. It'll take up your time. It'll keep you from things that are needful for Christ. It'll keep you from sharing the gospel. In conversations with people, especially with people that we don't know, we always need to make an effort to direct the person back to the gospel of Christ. Let them know what God has done in your life. To be a witness simply means to share what Jesus has done for you and share the Word of God. It's always important to include the Bible when we're talking about God and we're talking about the Gospel. You know, share key verses of the Romans Road, John 3, 16, what the Holy Spirit brings to mind during these times. It's important because Romans 10, 17 says, For faith, so it says, Romans 10, 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The only way they're getting to faith is if they hear the Word of God. And it's our job to share it with the world around us. You know, if we're not ready, it can be bad consequences. If we're not ready to give an answer to the hope that is in us, if we can't answer how we can have this hope of eternal salvation, I question our own salvation. It was on the evening of Christmas in 1777, George Washington had led a small force across the Delaware River to attack the British garrison at Trenton in New Jersey. The year's battles had gone very badly for the Americans, and Washington knew his discouraged troops needed something to boost their morale. Early the next morning, they caught the British completely off guard. Washington's small army captured the city, much-needed supplies, and a large number of prisoners. What Washington didn't know is that the victory at Trenton almost didn't happen. 
a British general by the name of James Gage had received information from a spy of Washington's plans. He sent word that the attack was coming to Colonel John uh, Johann Rawl, who commanded the defense at Trenton. And for unknown reasons, Rawl ignored the warning. He celebrated Christmas and went to sleep. When Washington and the American forces arrived, Rawl tried to rally his unprepared troops, but he was killed while fighting a battle. He should have been much better prepared to fight. We need to be prepared for the battles that come into our life. The opportunities to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to be prepared for those opportunities. We need to rehearse our testimony. We need to rehearse the gospel message. We need to rehearse the Romans road. We need to memorize these things. We need to have an answer. When someone comes up and says, how, how do you have this hope? Why are you so joyous all the time? Why? We need to be able to answer that. We need to be able to tell them about what Jesus has done in our life. This principle of readiness is, is an important, critical thing. You know, when we talk about being able to share the gospel with uh, anyone that we meet, you know, it, Acts 8 tells us, um, or kind of shares an account here that illustrates this point. Listen to this in verses 26 through 31. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasures and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Esaias the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him. And heard him read the prophet Esaias, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come and sit with him. It's, you know, this reminds me of a few different things. You know, how, how can they hear without a preacher? You know, let's think about from Romans. And, you know, we are the ones that need to share that. Sometimes the world around us just needs a little help, a little guidance. You know, this, this man, this Ethiopian, he was, he was reading from Isaiah. The Bible says Esaias, but that's the prophet Isaiah. He was reading that prophecy, and he didn't really understand what he was reading about. And, you know, I imagine maybe he was reading the um, account of the prophecy of Jesus, the death on the cross. You know, maybe he was reading one of those passages. And Philip had the opportunity to come over and say, hey, yeah, this, look, this is what it's talking about. You know, this man, Jesus, he's going to come. He's, he's going to, of course, they didn't know his name at the time, but he's going to come as the Messiah. He's going to die for your sins. But hey, you've got to believe in him. You've got to trust in what's to come. And for us today, of course, we've got to trust the one that's already came, the one that's already died. That's the only difference. 
from the Old Testament to the New Testament saints is that, you know, they believe looking forward to the things that are coming. We believe looking back at what Jesus already did. So we need to be prepared to share our testimony of how we were saved, to share the gospel of Christ um, with anyone that we meet. We need to never allow ourselves to be in a situation to be in a situation where you would become embarrassed to witness. Now, this is an interesting fact. You know, maybe you've heard the story about a policeman who pulled over a woman, and when she asked why he had stopped her, he replied, "Well, you have a." Honk if you love Jesus sticker on the back of your car and a follow me to Sunday school sticker on the back of your car. You know, watching the way you were acting toward the other drivers, I thought maybe the car was stolen. <laughs> so, you know, <clears throat> our lives reflect the gospel to the world. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Our life may be the only Bible that someone ever reads. Our life needs to portray the life of Jesus Christ. He is our example. We need to make sure that we're not embarrassed to share the gospel. We need to know the whys, not just the what. It's inevitable. Someone's going to ask us, well, why do you believe that? And I can say, hey, well, the Bible says it right here. And I believe what the Bible says. And, you know, we need to have Bible to back up our beliefs. You know, we must understand why we believe what we believe. You know why you believe the Bible is infallible. Why you believe it's authoritative. Do you know why you believe that marriage is between one man and one woman for life? Do you know why you believe the local church is an essential part of the Christian life? If you don't know why you believe the important doctrines of the faith, not only will you not be ready to answer those who ask you, but you'll be susceptible to false teachers, drifting doctrines. Ephesians 4.14 says that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. God doesn't want us to stay immature believers. He wants us to get off the milk of the word and get into the meat of the word. He wants us to study to show ourselves approved unto God, workmen that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's who he wants us to be. That's who he's commanded us to be. If we're not doing that, since he's commanded us, that means we're in sin. We need to be in his word. We need to meditate day and night. He calls us to grow up in our faith and knowledge of his word and his will. And you know what? We need to exercise a spirit of meekness in our life. People who question our faith, they don't always do it kindly. 1 Peter 3 reminds us that sometimes they even persecute Christians or speak of godly people as evildoers. You know, the term Christians, little Christ, Christ followers. You know, that was the name that was given to the Christian in the early church. It was a derogatory thing. But you know, the church embraced it. The apostles, the disciples, they embraced it because that's who they're supposed to be, little Christ, 
following the example of Jesus. But you know, if we allow our spirit to be to become angry, to become proud, we lose our opportunity to influence others for Christ. This is why we're commanded to be ready to give an answer with meekness. Knowing answers, it is important. But you know, if we don't know the answer, it's okay to say, hey, you know, I'm not sure about that. Let me come back to you and I'll get you the answer. But you know what? When we say that, we need to do it. We need to stand by our word. Integrity is key. Living a life of forgiving compassion provides opportunities in which people, even people who have treated us badly, ask the important questions. You know, they need the opportunity to ask those questions. But we need to fear God more than we fear anything else. Fearing those questions is not going to do anyone any good. That's planted in our minds by Satan. Fear is not of God. Fear often keeps us from doing what's right. Yet the right kind of fear, the fear of the Lord, it strengthens his work. You know, Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. We don't tremble before God as we might before an unjust tyrant, but we should dread to do anything that would displease him or bring uh, shame to the name of Christ. Is there something in your life that would cause others to ignore or even reject the gospel? Are you studying the scriptures faithfully to better understand the reason you believe what you believe? To answer the question, why? Why do I believe this? Have you allowed a spirit of anger or superiority to creep into your life towards others? Is there some area where you have allowed fear of what others would think or say to change your behavior? You know, these are some questions meant to provoke thought. Are you ready to answer the questions. Do you have the answer to the questions? I remember, according to the scripture, in um, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, he said again, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you, a reason of the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear. We need to be meek. We need to fear the Lord. We need to have an answer for the hope that is in us. We need to be able to share the gospel of Christ to tell others what Jesus has done for us. Are you ready? Again, I want to say thank you for taking the time to hear another episode of Pastor's Thoughts. Um, again, if you have the opportunity and you're in the area of Butte, Montana, come by and check us out at Grace Baptist Church, located in the Montana room of the Comfort Inn right now. Pray for us as we grow uh, closer to the Lord and as we reach the city of Butte for Christ. Thank you and have a blessed day.